1: for the real on the way on the way to the big check you ain't know i'm up next when i'm on the way you ain't take a risk because you're too afraid i'ma just eat till i'm overweight on the way on the way what's up y'all welcome to another episode of the millionaire mindsets podcast i am your host xavier Millison and with my co-host diana
2: Hey, everybody.
1: And today, it will be another valuable, valuable episode on a subject that I love to talk about, and that is tech. And we have uh, Paris Athena. She is the creator of Black Tech Twitter. She's the founder of Black Tech Pipeline. She's a front-end developer, and she's out and on the East Coast right now. So welcome to the show. We, we, we super, super excited to bring you on today.
3: Thank you. I'm excited
1: to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, one of one of our one of the first questions we always ask our guests when we bring them on the show is so like what was the start to doing everything you're doing right now? What was the start of that? What was what was the uh, thing that that like you like this is what I want to do?
3: Um, so we're we talking about Black Tech Twitter or, or sort of like how I got into
1: tech? how you got into tech? How you got into tech?
3: Okay, so I knew that I wanted to be involved in the technology industry just knowing that if you don't have a technological background, you're probably going to get left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and that's really scary for me as, as a person of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I kind of, I joined a boot camp and I dedicated all my time
0: and put all my effort into learning how to code in eight weeks. Wow! And then my
3: career took off from there. So yeah, it was more like I was, I was shook. I was like, I have to, I have to gain this skill set or else I might be in trouble.
1: Wow, you learned in eight weeks. That's crazy. How
3: old were you when you started? 25, 26. How old am I? I I'm going to say
1: <laughs> <laughs> But that's crazy. Eight weeks, that's, that's crazy.
3: Was it difficult? It was extremely difficult. It was an intense program because if you think about it, you want to learn four years worth of... Um, computer science uh in a in a span of eight weeks because it's a boot camp so um mm-hmm. there was a lot of sacrifice i wasn't going out i was like constantly studying i had tons of assignments uh, tests uh, it was crazy but i mean i did it it was mm-hmm. very stressful though. lots of tears lots of tears but <laughs> I'm, it
1: was the, I, I'm sure it was That's definitely it, it was definitely worth it
3: right exactly it definitely
1: was yeah yeah so uh so, for the, for, I know you're a front-end developer as well, and I want you to pretty much kind of, like, discuss that for, like, the people who probably are not that aware of, like, what a front-end developer is when they hear terms like that. Yeah. Um, so, a front-end developer, I build
3: what the user sees. So, like, I, I like to say I make websites sexy. So, mm. you know, I get a design from a designer, and I bring that to life through code. And that's the client side code. So when you go onto a website and the buttons and the images, the headers, everything you see, that's what I bring to life, basically.
1: Wow. Um, yeah. I like I like your line. You said you make you make websites sexy. That's dope. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I like to say. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> that's dope. And like like with tech. I feel like it's such a like that's why I, I, like we talk about finance, real estate, a lot of stuff on this podcast, but I like I love talking about tech too because I feel like that's a field that the black community, we kind of like, I feel like we missing out on a lot of opportunities and I don't want that opportunity to pass us by. It's like too late and it's something new. And like, mm-hmm. we, we missed our opportunity in the tech realm. So that's why I love like bringing people on the show like you to dis- discuss like some of the things you're doing. And do you feel like uh, being a black woman in the tech community, do you, like what are the challenges that you face? Um, Like
3: besides constantly needing to learn because technology is always progressing and updating mm-hmm. and changing. But besides the learning curve, it's more like it's very difficult for me to be the only black person, not even the only black woman, just the only black person in a company. Mm. To me, it's like I just feel like I'm on exhibit, like an animal Mm -hmm. at at the zoo almost because, you know, you're surrounded by all these white men and women and then they see this black person. It's my first day. You know, I'm coming into the office and they're like, whoa, there's someone different now. And all eyes are on you. And you know, people don't conversate with you, and, and you wonder, like, you know, how come they're not introducing themselves to me? Are they scared of me? Mm. You know, do they? I don't know. Yeah, you, you all these questions that run through your head. Right.
2: You know? um,
3: that's a challenge for me. Just feeling accepted or like
1: I'm part of something. Mm. I don't feel that when I go start at any company mm. ever. So how 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 like how do you get over that?
3: i I don't
1: think I have really? I don't think I will um you know I just left my second job um mm. as a developer at the first at my first job I
3: was at a startup and it was ran by all women, all women, but they were all white women, mm-hmm. and even then, as a woman myself i did like I think I experienced more racism there than I have in a community with both white men and
1: white women, really, yeah.
3: Absolutely. And you know, they they would they would say things that uh, it's just so ignorant. It's yeah. just so ignorant and uh it's, it's, <laughs>
1: I could tell um, you I could tell you getting frustrated all over again. Yeah. I don't wow. know. it's not fun.
2: Have you um ever considered like starting your own company or working for yourself rather than working with these companies?
3: That's what I would love to do, like with Black Tech Pipeline, that's mm-hmm. my like my goal is to be able to um, work on that full-time mm-hmm. um, and just provide opportunity to other black people mm-hmm. in the technology industry and hopefully and get more, pe- more black people into the technology industry mm-hmm. um, so but as I'm not a business person that's not my background okay. I went from acting to being a wax specialist you know <laughs> and then I got it I learned how to code in eight weeks and from there so now I need to learn like about business. business, I need to learn about finance, I need to network with those people because
1: they're the experts. So I need that knowledge, so that's what I'm learning now. But that mm. is my goal, to mm. work for myself and provide opportunity mm. to our people. Mm. I, love, I love it, I love it. And speaking of uh, Black Tech Twitter, I know this is something I definitely want to talk about, so what, what was the start of that? What made you like, you know, come up with that?
3: Um, so I saw a tweet from someone else who I, I want to shout her out at nerd nomad mom. Oh yeah, that's, the, that's the homie. Shout <laughs> out to Ari. Shout
1: out to Ari. Yeah. <laughs> she
3: wrote, I, I can't remember exactly what she wrote. She wrote something about black people and technology. Um, and I, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, ever since I got on Twitter, that's when I realized that there's black people in tech. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I wouldn't have known that because like I said, you don't see that out here um so i just put out a tweet i was like what does black twitter because we all know black twitter is a thing mm-hmm. so i was like what does black twitter in tech look like and i didn't expect anything from that it was just a regular tweet and it ended up catching fire crazy created this community so yeah it wasn't intentional at all but i'm happy that this is the outcome you know
2: mm-hmm. what would you um say has been like the biggest accomplishment you've had with black tech Twitter as far as like me and all these different people and networking and seeing like the growth come from the community as a whole
3: um I think just knowing that people that that we feel connected now like like we found each other like to me that's a win um anytime people have like people have gotten job offers internships and you know, get get flown to conferences all because of Black Tech Twitter, like because of the network that it's created. To me, that's a win. Yeah. Like all those little things, it doesn't even matter if, if a black person is you, <laughs> now, whether they got an opportunity or whatever they collaborated with someone. Like that's a win for me.
0: Mm.
3: You know, yeah. that's what I want. I want us. I want us to keep growing our community and be able to like I don't know, just circulate within each other. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes
1: perfect sense. And as far as far as uh, the Black Tech Pipeline, like, what is the 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 goal for that?
3: So I I create a Black Tech Pipeline to sort of centralize Black Tech Twitter mm-hmm. because like it's on Twitter, which is great because that's a great platform. But I Black want Trump to have brand. yeah, yeah. I, need a pla- I want a platform for right. Black Tech Twitter. Right. Um, so that's what it is. And like, there's a bunch of projects going on right now with Black Tech Pipeline, like. We're planning a hackathon. We're doing a Twitter chat. We're going to have merch. Um, we're going to have a website. There, there's a lot going on. <laughs> but it's all to continue promoting and bringing exposure to black people in technology. And I want us, again, to collaborate with each other. Mm. And my, my ultimate goal is to take Black Tech Pipeline and collaborate with different industries. So that means black people in finance, black people um, in medicine, in real estate, uh, farming, whatever, I want us to be connected with one another so that again we can circulate our own money within our own community. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my end goal, but like I'm taking my baby steps to get there.
1: Mm, I love, I see, I, I love what you're talking the about. Power is in the I, I, I love it, I love it. And uh, I forgot what I was just about to say real quick, but oh, this, this is what I was gonna say. Do you do you? I know. I, I spoke on it like early in the show. Do you like fear? Do you fear like us getting left behind in the technology field? Because I feel like so many of us we we not paying attention like as much as we should. And do you feel like? Do you feel like we gonna get left behind?
3: Um. Like I hope not.
0: But
3: <laughs> I do fear for us and and honestly, that it, it's not our fault. It is not our fault. We. It all starts if you if you think about it, it trickles down all the way to the school system where we don't get the resources, and right. we don't get exposure. We don't know about these programs. We don't know that there's more than just what's inside our community, where they've left us with nothing. You know, so we're it's almost like we're limited, and so that's why we always need to go back and let these kids know, like. You know, there's these other opportunities. There's other options that you can take advantage of. And don't just go back and tell them that. Help them get there. Pave the way, you know? Mm. Um, so, like, yes, I'm scared, but at the same time, like, especially now with Black Tech Peter and Black Tech Pipeline, I'm like, all right, like, we're doing it. We're, we're getting there, but we need more. We need more of that. We need more people willing um, to make that part of their job and part of their work mm. and mission. To always just go back to our communities. Let them know
2: that there's more out there. Mm. What are um, some of the different ways someone can get involved in tech? Like, what are the different jobs or different um, opportunities out there? (sighs) To get involved in tech?
1: Or to get started or something? Yeah,
2: to get started. Like, like. You said you were a front-end developer? Yeah, she's front-end right? So, like, what are the different, like, job titles out there that someone can go towards to be in tech?
3: I think um, Black people are very creative, and we, we connect, we express, we ex- like, how can I explain it? We express anything or we'll go through, usually through, like, music and writing and drawing and things like that, I feel like. And I wish I knew this before getting into tech, that you can become a designer, like a UX designer, a graphic designer, Um, because that's all very artistic and it's very creative. And um, I feel like a lot of, from what I've seen, because I do talk at a lot of elementary schools is, kids they shy away from computer science because they think it's, it's like hard. math yeah. science is too hard and I can't do it. I'm gonna stick to like rapping and basketball. And that's what they stick to and I'm like, no, it's actually extremely creative. You're bringing ideas to life, you're just doing it through tech. Mm-hmm. So just letting I think just letting them being aware that it's it's very creative, you know. And you're not you're not taking away from your passion. You're still building things.
1: Mm. And what what I really like about your story is like it's it's inspiring because you really learned all this stuff as an adult. You know, a lot of times when you talk mm-hmm. to people that's in the tech field, it's like, man, I've been doing this since I was a kid. I started messing mm-hmm. with the people started doing this. So it's like showing that, like, I don't wanna say anybody can do it, because I know it could be hard. But I mean, if you put the time in and focus, you could, yeah. you know what I mean, get involved in tech. So that like that that's super, super dope to me. And uh another <laughs> another thing I was gonna say is have you thought about like doing like a uh, Black Tech Twitter Summit, something like Afro Tech or something? That just came to my mind.
3: I, I want to. I want to. These are all things I want to do. <laughs> but it's like I gotta figure out how to do it and who to partner with. And yeah. I mean, I'm talking to a lot of people so that I can understand how all of that works and comes together. Mm. Um, but that's really that's like a a network. That's that's a mission right there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. You know, you yeah.
3: Mean, that happen but that that
1: would that is another goal of mine yeah that would be so dope like i could definitely see you doing that with something like especially with, since you have like a community mm-hmm. of people in black text i could i could definitely see people flying to wherever it is to, <laughs> to, oh, yeah,
3: yeah
2: yeah.
1: i could see people want to do it
3: they've been asking for it you
1: know and uh i was gonna another question i had i seen like one of your t- one of your tweets you mentioned a while ago you were saying um you said you wanted to act in Hollywood before all of this, but you hated it. And I, and I saying, I'm yeah. like, I, I, what you were saying. I was like, wow. That's. I want her to talk about that just for the people, even people that might that might be something they're interested in. Like they can look out for it. So do you mind talking about that?
3: Yeah. So yeah, so I, I wanted to be an actress. I wanted the whole lifestyle where you know you got paparazzi chasing you. Right, like right. I wanted that, but um. You know, I know. I mean, I never got there, but just trying to break into the industry is very uncomfortable, and I don't like how it made me feel. Made me feel like I could not trust no nobody, Mm -hmm. no one. Like everyone was there. You know, they were using you because who you knew, how you could, you know, how they could benefit from you. Um, And it's scary,
1: like to feel like you can't trust anyone. That's that's scary to me.
3: Mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah
3: I don't know <laughs> I, I, like, I, mean, I mean I've even had situations where I'm at auditions and like the people behind the camera asking me questions you know they're not supposed to ask you these but because they can tell you're new to the industry they'll willingly take advantage of you, <laughs> you
1: do you want know? like qu- like if you don't want to answer that's cool but like do you, like what kind of questions cause I, want, like, I, cause I know we get a lot of people that listen it's probably somebody that's trying to go down that same path and I want them to know like they ain't got to be taken advantage of uh any way, you know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been, <laughs> for uh, a music video, I've been asked if <laughs> I would um do sexual favors for this certain artist, and I know they weren't supposed to ask me that. But mm. you know, me sitting there saying, "Yeah, I moved out here from Boston. I'm all happy and chipper, and oh. you know, I'm excited." And they can tell they're like, "Oh, she don't know. She don't know anything." And you know, they're they're sitting there asking me these things on camera, and I mean, wow, that, that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's a thing. I mean, I I have plenty of stories. <laughs> I, don't like people. I, mean, I don't like that industry. <laughs> I really don't. How long did you pursue it? Um, four or five years. Not because at first I tried to be a writer and director for movies. I I lived in New York. Um, So I was pursuing that at first. And then I was like, you know what, I want to be an actress. And then I upped and moved to LA. So it's kind of scattered. But within that time frame, like five years.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. but the main thing I get from that is that when you got an idea and you want something it seems like you just go for it and that's like super dope like you just get up and like how you say you just went to the boot camp for tech and all <laughs> that. like you just yeah, go I'm for a risk it take, <laughs> I'm
3: yeah. like I have to I won't know unless
1: I try I gotta do it and mm-hmm. I might fail
3: but you mm-hmm. can always I mean, come back yeah. learn mean, from it and you
1: won't know unless you try as, mm-hmm. as, as cliche as that sound it's like the realest thing in the world just, yeah <laughs> seriously mm-hmm. And I could tell just from our, like, this is my first time talking to you, I could tell from this conversation that you that you kind of, like, in a uh, transition phase, it seems like a life, like, you're in a life-changing moment, it seems like. Even though you didn't say it, that's the kind of vibe I get, like, you, like, going into a new, like, realm of things and, like, opportunities. And, and, oh, like... I, yeah. That's exactly what's happening. It's all because <laughs> I
3: keep telling people that it's all because of Twitter. Yeah, I mean, Like, uh... black are t- happening and then all these opportunities started coming to me, which I'm very grateful for. Um, but, like, I learned, like, if you really want to take advantage of something, like, you got to grab it, you know? Mm-hmm. As soon as something blows up, you got to grab it, or else it's going to just that's fade right. away mm-hmm. remember it. So, for me, I'm just like, every opportunity that comes my way, I'm just going to say yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it, because that's how you maintain it. And so that's just what I've been doing, and it's a lot of work. But, like I said, I'm a risk taker. Like, I'm going to do it, and whatever mm-hmm. happens,
1: happens. And that's very, like, that's very interesting because the truth is most people don't have that mindset. And, uh, you know, this is a show where we always talk about mentality and mindset. So my question to Mm -hmm. you is, like, what, like, what makes you have that mindset? Were you okay with just taking a risk and, like, taking an L? you like, whatever. Whatever happens, happens.
3: Right. I I don't know. I honestly don't know, to be honest. I've always been that way, like. And like I said, I wanted to be an actress. I watch a lot of movies, and I get inspired by movies. And you see the the films with people who are risk-takers. and Mm. You know, like, I'll leave the movie theater having watched a superhero movie, and I'll leave their film like I'm a hero. (laughs) Like, that's just... And I don't know. I think that's what kind of drives me a little bit. I can, like... I don't know. I I can't really explain it. That's just who I am. I'm a risk-taker.
1: Yeah. Yeah it is it's, it's and that's funny because like i feel the same way and i can't really explain it and I'm, I'm like now i'm getting to the point where i think it's just like if you were one of those people it's just like something that you just got it's like you were just like i don't really know how to explain this is just me i can't really yeah, explain it yeah. to you so that's that's right. that's very interesting though but I, I definitely commend you for that because like i said most people like they'll think of doing it for for the longest but they won't actually take the step because they think of all the worst case scenarios that could happen and how everything mm-hmm. could go bad. But people like us, really, we think of that, but we still think of but everything good that could happen. And yeah. then we like, if I don't right. do it, I'm going to be like, man, I don't want to be old and thinking like, man, like, what, I if, what if. What could have happened if feeling. I did it? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I did do that. A, it, somehow, like, with my acting, I did, I feel
3: like if I kept pursuing it for real and you know, went really hard. Mm. Maybe I could have made it. I'll never know, but mm. I did. I feel like I did give up on that dream, and um, I felt resentment towards myself for that. And I think that's what really makes me like a risk taker, mm. even more. Mm. Like I'm like, you know, I'm not gonna skip out on a dream again. I'm not gonna miss another opportunity. You know, because mm. L.A. ended badly, <laughs> but and I was like, ah, I'm done. But mm.
1: Yeah, that's interesting because I I know a couple of people that have had L A stories that went bad because they were pursuing acting careers. So I yeah. I, I always like talking to people about that because I'm like, man, that's because I know some pe- people who watch movies and stuff and they see Hollywood, they think it's just like something like
0: you know what I mean, like Super
1: some stars, fairy some fairy and, tales yeah. stuff. So I'm like straight up <laughs>
3: the <to> movie. <laughs> I'm telling you that. To me, that industry, there's evil in there. <laughs> everybody evil
1: says, in there. everybody that. says. Everybody says. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. Uh, everybody says that.
3: So yeah.
1: that, mm-hmm. that's that's all crazy. But uh, getting getting uh, back into tech, like so, like where do you see, where do you see like the tech industry going within the next five, like ten years? Did you
2: steal my question? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I
1: just, you <laughs> stole my question. <laughs> yeah, I'm man.
2: sorry. Yeah.
3: Um, I don't know but I what I do know is artificial intelligence mm. and machine learning
0: at
3: <laughs> level I mean you know I, I think just the America itself we're, we're already behind
0: mm-hmm.
3: in, in that aspect but like I mean we're gonna keep progressing but it it scares me a little bit because I think even jobs like web development even those are going to be at risk because of artificial intelligence, because you already have things like Squarespace and Wix and Shopify. And right. who knows if they're going to continue to automate that and optimize it. Like, then what? Now, web developers out of a job? Like, I don't know if that's going to happen in the next five years, but I, I do see that becoming a threat eventually. Mm. So
1: that's, that's, yeah. that's, that's interesting. And like you said... America for people who don't know America is behind as far as like AI and technology because I remember uh about a year ago we went to a uh we went to a, like a tech summit it was like a blockchain tech summit in Silicon Valley and it was pretty much it was pretty much all Asians there we were the we were the only two black people there it was pretty much all Asians a couple white people whatever and they were showing all these new technologies they trying to pretty much infiltrate America with and it was, like, when I tell you it was mind-blowing, it's literally, like, mind-blowing. And it's, like, every everything was, some. it was, like, it's going to take away a lot of, like, jobs. See, that's yeah. the scary
2: part. Because it's, like, I feel like technology is good to assist us and make some aspects of our life easier. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, like, I read an article, like, they're getting rid of so many, like, basic, like, you already see they're getting rid of, um what's the customer service like the people the cash registers you can go through the line right. now and do it yourself they're talking about getting rid of truck drivers having the cars drive themselves like yeah. it's so like min- much doing. stuff mm-hmm.
3: yeah i know it's scary it would be cool if it's like oh we're we're developing all of these cool techno technological products and enhancing this and that because we want humans to have more time to themselves like okay yeah. that's cool <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Good job. laughs>
3: I don't know like um but it's not like that. No. It's, it's not. like what is the purpose then? Like what's gonna happen to mm-hmm. everyone without a job? Like what do, what do y'all plan on doing then? That's you what know? that's a, and
1: that's when they start talking about that UBI, that universal basic income stuff. So, which is yeah. like that it's something I don't I am not necessarily I don't rock with. That's not something I rock Again, with. Again, yeah. I don't
3: trust the government and I don't I do not believe that they have black people's best, best interests like I don't trust it. I don't know what they're planning on doing, um, but that that's terrifying. It's, a, mm-hmm. it's another reason. We need more black community mm-hmm. technology. Yep. We should be producing technology for us, mm-hmm. you know, because they're not doing it. Artificial intelligence doesn't even recognize our own skin tone. Exactly. Like, it, it, literally.
1: <laughs> and that's something I wanted to touch <laughs> on, because you tweeted, you tweeted how a lot of these things are made with us not being in mind at all. So, it's like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't even recognize, like, you know what I mean? So, I want, do you mind diving into that?
3: Right. I mean, so these, the, the engineers that are working on these products, they're mainly white men. Um, so, when they're testing these products, they're testing it on their own skin tone for mm-hmm. visibility. They're not, but they're not thinking about us. Like, if it's not your problem, why would you think about it, you know? Right. Right. Uh, which okay but that's why you have a diverse um a a diverse uh, company because now you have people of all backgrounds who look different who are thinking of their people as well Mm. so you can develop you can develop for everyone not just one type of person um and it's funny because some people say oh good like we don't want machines to recognize us because I don't know. Machine, right. Machines take over the like some type of movie thing. It's like, like that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you want these people to recognize you because what if these are things that start curing diseases and you know just to that type of extent, you want you're going to want that. You're going to want to benefit from that. And if we're not being thought of, then it's not for us. Like we can't take advantage of it. That's a problem. That's a problem. So. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look at the, the police are even using AI to, yep. track, down, right to down. track down criminals and they're, t- they're grabbing the wrong people because <laughs> they're like, oh, black, let me just grab him. Yeah. Right. Like, they're not thinking of that. We're
1: not thought of, and that is mm. a problem. It is hurting us. It's a major, that, and that's why more of us have to get into that industry so we could be the ones working on these things and keeping us in right. mind while we're working on it. Because another thing right. I don't think people realize is with AI, well, what's going on with AI? Like, no job is exempt. Like, I seen like when at the at the little summit thing we went to, they had a thing where they're working on a, a robot that's going to perform surgeries on people, taking away the like the the, the, doctors. the doctors. Like, so it's doctors. They had they even had a thing where they had planes being flown without pilots. So it's going to take away pilots, and that's just a small right. portion. Of it. Like, it was a much much more than that. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But it's like it's going to get cra- and I'm not trying to scare people. It sounds like conspiracy. It's not right. it like <laughs> conspiracy or nothing. I ain't trying to scare people. I'm just telling you what I what I was there and what I saw and what seeing what they right. were working on. So I'm like, man, this is going to get real. So it's like if you're not most importantly keeping up with the times, trying to know mm-hmm. what's going on, get involved in it, you're going to be left behind.
3: Like you have, it's not even don't even just like read about it to stay mm-hmm. in, to stay up to date. Like you need to actually be active in learning how to do yeah. these things. Mm-hmm. Like If you can't beat them, join them. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, if you can't be a pilot because a machine took over, then be the one building that machine. Build the one building the machine, exactly. Like, you don't have another option.
1: Exactly. Unless you're willing to... I
3: mean, I don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, if you don't want to be affected in that way, then you've got to do it. You've got to get active and Mm
1: -hmm. just join the industry. Join the industry. Like, I I always say, I'm like, I'm like, it's going to be... As much as things are going to be taken away, it's going to be a lot of opportunity that comes with it as well because mm-hmm. it's the first wave of things. So it's going to be a lot of jinx, a lot of things messing up. So if you could be the person that's know how to fix those things, you are going to make a lot of money.
3: Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: You know I could build them in right. a, You know I could
3: build them. No. You'll make your money. You'll have job security yeah. like you
1: know you just gotta just be be open to and watch what's going on like just watch what's going on to the opportunity right. that's all I that's, that's all no, I, say. I, I,
3: I that's why I want these kids it's really hard to tell a kid like you have to do this because of this like kids don't care yeah they don't in like, yeah. their they're like oh I'm gonna do this I want, I'm want. I'm aspiring to do this And it's like I wish I could tell you that's great go do it but in reality <laughs> things are things are changing yeah, right. Right mm-hmm. now I mean,
1: that's that's so funny because like I like I be thinking to myself a lot. I'm like man, like when I have kids, like I'm I'm having I, like I really think like I'm gonna have them like in some like boot camp, like where they not like like where they not <laughs> right. even, not even seeing like what everybody else is doing because I don't want them to think like oh I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be a rapper. I'm gonna be a basketball player. I don't even want that to be in their mind. I want them to be like right. some people when Let I. That be <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. With some people, I, yeah. I had a conversation. They're like, "What you can't like your kids?" Should you should to, let them do what
2: they I'm want. like,
1: "Nah, man. it's we going through a total different times that we've never seen before. Like, I'm not going. You know what I mean?
3: It's not fair. And you know what? It's us. It's black people who have to. We have to be the ones to sacrifice our child's dreams mm. for this because we don't have we don't have generational wealth. Mm. We you know. <laughs> our parents weren't weren't the slave masters who mm. passed down all these things to our children and grandchildren. Whatever, like that that's that's not our fault. And mm. but we we have to deal with the repercussions of that. Mm. And it, this whole conversation <laughs> angers me <because> <laughs> <laughs> we were put here. This is not our fault. But yeah. we still gotta like, we gotta
1: fit. We gotta be. We gotta, yeah. And that's man. That's so deep and powerful. What you just said. Like sometimes we we might have to sacrifice. Our kids' uh, dreams, man. Mm-hmm. Like, like not, eat, and some people might hear that and they'd be like, "What?" That might sound crazy <laughs> to some people, but it's like right. we don't really have the the space and the time and the 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 pretty much time to waste to be doing like BS BS work.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Like you
1: got to be doing some real stuff that's contributing to like to to, to the advancement. Mm-hmm. Of us really.
3: Yeah. We have to. We're already behind because yeah.
1: of slavery. We're already behind. <laughs> Way know?
3: behind. Again, not our fault, but
1: it is this what is a it is.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It is exactly. what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. And we still we still making up for so with some of us we might be making up for our parents' mess you know, mistakes, their parents' mistakes. You know, we just, we just don't want our kids to be trying to make up for our mistakes. We want them to give, exactly. them. we want to give them something where they could like build, build on top, it. build upon it. Where they like, man, I had a head start. Like, man, like, you know what I mean? What's better than that? Like, yep.
2: And I, um, I feel like that same energy a lot of parents have with telling their kids like, oh, go to college, go get you a nice job and all that. You need to have that same energy with telling them start a business, get in tech, you know, do all this right. other, get in real estate, do these different things to build up generational wealth for the next generations exactly. to come. Mm,
1: exactly. That's facts. Right, that's facts. Right. And, and with with the, do you like uh, with you like actually being in tech and working in it every day? Are you seeing a like? Sh- do you feel like there's a shift happening with more people getting involved, more more black people getting involved? You know what I mean? Or no?
3: Um, I think from. So, not, not like if I'm at work, I don't see All black right. people getting involved. I think, so ever since I got on Twitter, I realized, okay, there are black people getting involved, there are black people already in the industry, there are black CEOs, there are black founders, there are black um, evangel developer evangelists, I think it's called, like, we, we have that, like, it, it, it exists, mm-hmm. um, but we do need more of it, and I think... For me, the problem is that I didn't know any of this until I got on Twitter, which makes mm. me mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm a grown ass woman, <laughs> no. But I, I didn't get to see it, which is, I guess, that's the beauty of you know social media. media the is that it's gonna connect you with people all over, so you're gonna you're gonna see more than you than you would see just outside.
1: Wow. Um, that's good, and that's correct. That's, that's how uh, another question I have how how powerful do you think, do you feel that Twitter is? Because what's crazy is most of the connections and, like, friendships that I've built over the past six months has been through Twitter. It's people that I meet, I talk to, or people that we come, we come on the show, we talk and met through Twitter. So I'm like, man. And I just got on Twitter last year. So I'm like, how how powerful do you feel Twitter is?
3: Oh, man. Like if I had to delete every app off my phone, I'll do it, but I'm not deleting Those, Twitter. Like, <laughs> Twitter is so amazing. And it's so funny to say that Twitter, I don't know, it's like funny to say, yeah, social media, like, right? Uh, uh, but no, Twitter is so, like, I got on Twitter September of 2018.
1: Me too. Uh, <laughs> for, same month, same month and everything.
3: Yeah, like, the opportunities that I've come across and I've received are more than I've, I don't know, more than I've ever gotten <laughs> before I got on Twitter. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I just tell people, get on Twitter. Like, mm. I can list out all of the accomplishments, all the opportunities I've had and taken advantage of, all of the connections yep. I've made. You know, I'm talking to people I never thought I'd ever get a chance to speak to, yep. you know? Like, I mean, that's amazing.
2: It is. Twitter, mm-hmm. it Twitter is. is it. I like it. that you... it, I like that you said it because one of the topic of discussions I've seen on Twitter is the whole debate. Like, should you be on Twitter to um, build connections and, you know, build opportunities for for yourself or should you just be on there for entertainment? And that's kind of like an ongoing debate. But I always tell people, like, no, you need to be on there doing something bigger than just watching videos and memes all day. Like, get to know some people, find out their backgrounds.
3: yeah I completely agree. If you're on Twitter... Not to make connections and not to grow your network mm-hmm. and collaborate with people.
1: You're doing it wrong. Right. I'm,
3: like, I'm curious about your life. Exactly. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
3: like, what are your intentions? What are you actually doing? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. you gotta realize it's a powerful tool. This is a powerful, powerful. platform.
1: And, and I tweeted that before and they got a lot a lot of people was commenting like what I'm just on here to laugh like you too damn serious that's I'm like okay I'm like mm-hmm. and I was like and, I, and I, my <laughs> response was I'm like no offense and that's probably why you broke because you can't recognize opportunity even when it's yeah. right in front of you
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. you know what and you know what if you if that's how want you want to use Twitter then you know what more opportunities for me Less exactly competition. Yeah. If, if that's how you're gonna use that's
1: how you, it,
3: that's it,
1: that's fine it. With me, yep. I'll take it. You know? <laughs> and people in some people who not on there or don't understand the power of social media, they might hear us saying like the hearing of us saying Twitter is amazing and be like, What, they taking it too far. with that's that you don't understand, you're not using it right. If you don't <laughs> like if you don't like feel that statement, you just using it the wrong way. You know, exactly. the, yep. the, the, yeah, it's true. It's true. It's as simple as that. Cause like you said, even the, the tweet that you said before, you said Twitter changed changed your <laughs> yep. life.
3: It did. It really did. It did. It did. Life like, in a matter of how many months from September to now. They're, they're like, exactly.
1: Birthday. That's less than that's <laughs> less than a <laughs> year. Mm-hmm. So that's amazing right. Like man, that's <laughs> that's that's, no, that's that's really amazing. that's like everything you doing is like super 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 dope. And like we you, you got our support mm-hmm. with whatever. Like Whatever you need, anything you ever need, like, feel free to reach out to us or mm-hmm. whenever. If as far as promoting anything, any, I don't care what it is. Like, you got to, like, because I, I love what you're doing and what you stand for, for real. Like, what you're doing is super, super, super dope. Thank you.
3: I appreciate y'all. <laughs> and <laughs> same for y'all. Whatever you need, I'm going to one of
1: that. <laughs> Thank whatever. you. I, I got you. No, nah, seriously, seriously. And, uh, like, before we wrap this up, because I know uh, you're on the time slot, is where... Where can the people find you, reach out to you, hit you up or whatever to get more information on, on all the things you're doing?
3: Um, so you can obviously Twitter at Paris Athena. <laughs> uh, I have, um. there's also Black Tech Pipeline. Mm-hmm. It's at BT Pipeline on Twitter. Uh, we now have a newsletter. Um, it just launched and the first newsletter will come out next week. Um, also, BT Pipeline on Instagram, Paris Athena on Instagram. um I
0: think I think that's it. <laughs> <You can make laughs> think
1: that's good, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to make sure you don't forget nothing. But de- <laughs> definitely, everybody follow her on all those things. Mm-hmm. Like she 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 gives a lot of game, a lot of value that everybody could take something from. So I would definitely advise everybody to follow her on all those platforms, especially Twitter network. You know, try to reach out, chop it up, whatever.
3: Network, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but definitely we we like I said we definitely like appreciate you coming on taking time out your day to talk to us. We are gonna have to bring you back again with like a six months or a year from now when you did. Yeah. Because I know it's gonna, <clears throat> excuse yeah. it, it's gonna be I'm even more big things. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's gonna be a it's, it's gonna be even more more game and a more like insightful conversation to have. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait for like another six months or a year from now to do this again.
3: Uh thank you. Definitely. I'm excited. Definitely. This was fun. I this a lot. Thank Good you. Definitely. Thank you. Definitely a lot. great
1: conversation. <laughs> I, like it's crazy. It's crazy. And I like usually when we bring people on the show, like the stuff we were just talking about, as far as like black, like black investment, that's never like part of like because I don't really know. Like I can't really gauge how people feel about those things, so I just plan to stickly strict like on the business side, keep it like you know what I mean. But then we get into that, I feel like that conversation is just is more powerful. So it's yeah. like it's dope. To have those conversations oh, yeah, too. You, keep,
3: you gotta be honest. You gotta be honest, like you know. Mm-hmm. You gotta tell it how it is because too many people are
1: trying to keep quiet and protect their network
3: or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm not about that. Yeah, me neither. real I'm not about to sit here and bullshit anybody. Like
1: I can't. That's one thing I can't do. If somebody like if somebody asks me a question is that's black related. You better, you better be ready to t- for me to tell you exactly how I feel. Because yeah. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to be like, yo, that's some bullshit. Or right. this is what it is. Like, don't ask
3: if you don't want to really know.
1: Yep. But we appreciate you. I ain't going to uh, hold you on for too long. We appreciate you. And we'll be keeping in touch with you as well. All right. I will okay. keep in
3: touch with you. This was great. Thank okay. you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank
1: you. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right, bye. 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 All right, guys. So, that was another, another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets with Paris Athena. Like she said, uh, all you guys can follow her on Twitter, Instagram, all the things at Paris, P-A-R-I-S-S-A-T-H-E-N-A. She's doing a lot of great things, dope things. And I was super, like I said, I advise all y'all to follow her and pay attention to what she's doing. And uh, for those who don't know, i wrapping wrap up. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier C. Miller. Uh Facebook Xavier Xavier Miller and Deanna, she's gonna give you her information as well.
2: And you can find me on Twitter at Deanna Kent, Instagram and Facebook is Deanna Kent, and um you could text at M to eight one zero one zero to join our daily text subscription. Again, that is at the ad sign uh, M Mindsets to eight one zero
1: one zero. And that is it, guys. Appreciate you all for listening to another episode. See you guys next episode. Peace. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next, till I'm on the way. You ain't take a risk, cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. All oh, of
0: shit on the way. Man. On the way.